Grace to you and peace from God the Father and from the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God which we will consider today is recorded in 1 Timothy chapter 2. There we read verses 5 and 6. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all the testimony given at the proper time. These are the words, Heavenly Father, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth, amen. You may be seated. Dear friends in Christ, when a labor union and the ownership of a company cannot agree on a new worker's contract, And if both sides wish to avoid a strike and a lengthy work stoppage, they may agree to turn the conflict over to a mediator. And in some cases, if the work that that company does is considered essential, then our government may require that they go through the process of mediation. So also when a professional athlete is seeking a new and more lucrative contract and he and the owner of the team can't agree, they might consent to a mediator stepping in between them to decide the matter. After weighing the arguments of both sides, the mediator's decision is expected to settle the issue. It's no surprise that this isn't really a perfect solution. The mediator is, after all, only human. And though some concessions are given to both sides in the argument, inevitably there will be a a winner and a loser, and the loser is never happy about it. In our text today, we see something, though, out of the ordinary as it pertains to settling disputes and relationships here in our world, for we see that we are the blessed recipients of perfect mediation. And we say that it's perfect because it's carried out by a perfect mediator. St. Paul writes, for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. Only Christ Jesus could mediate between God and man and bring about a wonderful reconciliation because only he is both fully human and fully divine, that he is true God and true man in one person. Scripture teaches in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. So as true God, Jesus could carry out God's perfect justice whereby sin must be paid for, and as true man, by dying, he made the perfect sacrifice which atones for the sins of all other human beings. So we say that this perfect mediation came at the cost and the payment of a perfect ransom. Paul continues in our text saying of Jesus, he gave himself a ransom for all. A ransom, we know, is a payment made to secure the release of a prisoner. The ransom might be the cash that a family is able to come up with to bring a kidnapped child home again. 
It may be the concessions that are made or the money that's exchanged between nations to arrange for the release of a citizen who's being held as a spy. Jesus is the one as divine and human who could bring about our freedom from the prison and punishment of our sins against God. He alone could pay the sufficient ransom for us. Peter says that he did this not with silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Because of Jesus' holy and sinless life that was lived every minute as our substitute, and because of his innocent suffering and death for us on the cross, he has won total, complete forgiveness for you and for me and for all people. Now there is peace between heaven and earth. Now by faith in him, we live our lives each day in a state of peace with the mighty God who created us. And so we read in 2 Corinthians, all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them. When the workers at a factory go out on strike in order to achieve a better contract, they know that they have to be ready now to go through a period of some real trouble and distress for they may need to live on their life savings for a while. They may burn through their retirement funds in order to make it day to day. If there's no mediation that can settle things, a labor dispute can have a ripple effect through the whole community where old friends and even relatives are set at odds with each other. And the situation may have a negative effect on the area economy as other businesses begin to suffer losses. You and I had a desperate need for the conflict with God to be resolved and finished and for all of our sins to be paid for and a reconciliation with God to be achieved. For without that, our future following our death would be something really hopeless and dreadful. It would be spent eternally at the hands of Satan in hell. When a big labor strike has been settled, no one wants to wait very long to get the word out. Immediately, that news is broadcast on the internet and the radio and television in the newspapers. It's shared from one person to another all with this, that the strike has ended, the factory is open again, the workers are expected at the next shift. We benefit from the perfect mediation that was brought about for us by our perfect mediator, our Savior Jesus, who made the perfect ransom of his own life's blood for our forgiveness and reconciliation with God. This good news would not benefit us if it were not communicated to us. So we say that the perfect mediation is made known to us by a perfect message, which our text says is to be testified at the proper time. 
God doesn't hold us in suspense when he has convicted our hearts of our sin and guilt through the message of his holy law. When we're led then to repent of our sins, to confess them, the Lord comes to us kindly in a variety of ways so that we learn and know and are assured and trust that we are fully forgiven for Jesus' sake. St. Paul knew that that was his task, that was his privilege to announce and to testify to this reconciliation between the holy God and us poor sinners. And that's the privilege that's been given to us also in the Christian church. Writing to the Corinthians, the apostle said, God has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now then, he said, we're ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Hear this good news. Believe it. The dispute has been resolved. So then cherish your holy baptism where God washed you and adopted you and became your loving and attentive father for Jesus' sake. Trust that he is your friend who will never leave you nor forsake you. It says in the verse that comes just before our text, God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That very truth is brought to your own lips as you receive Christ's own body and blood with the bread and wine of Holy Communion given to you for the remission of your sins. Remember also that you right now have a mediator who is still interceding for you before the Father in heaven. In his name and for his sake, your prayers for one another, your prayers on your own behalf are heard and answered by God in the very best way. Dear friends, now as we approach Holy Week and we'll hear again of our Savior's intense suffering his lonesome death on the cross, be confident that by this he has carried out the perfect mediation on our behalf so that we have reconciliation and are at peace with God every day. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forevermore. Amen.